Hello, and welcome to Nightcap with Jim. I am the titular Jim, and tonight we'll be concluding our three-part series on Rick and Morty, focusing on Season 3. For more content you may enjoy, please check out our Morning Mangami podcast and our other social media at Mangami Players on Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, and YouTube. Let's get into it. Alrighty, so Season 3 of uh, Rick and Morty. Wow. You know, so amazing. Um, again... It's just, it's crazy to think, you know, uh, about just, this is just one of these shows, man, that just keeps getting better. They just keep up in their game, they keep getting better and better and better at it. And, um, and that's just so f- fantastic, because uh, it just doesn't happen, you know, I mean, s- some shows they'll get a little bit better, some shows they'll kind of stay the same, or they might, you know, lose a little bit, like, like Tour of Duty. You know, like, season one, phenomenal. Season two is really good, but it's not quite as good as season one. And then, you know, season three, they come out, and they're just like, they bring out the big guns, and it's like, whoa, the best season yet. And But Rick and Morty, it just keeps getting better and better, but, like, exponentially better. You know, season two blows me away. Um, and, you know, even with as good as season one is... And then season three just kicks it to a whole new level. And, you know, I definitely understand, again, you know, these concerns that, you know, like Dan Harmon has about, you know, are we, you know, are we going to be able to sustain that, um, especially after getting, you know, a 70-episode order uh, from from the network? You know, are we going to be able to continue to deliver higher and higher quality content as we go along? And, um, you know, I, I understand, but, uh, but again, you know, I have to say, I'm pretty confident in these guys, their ability to, you know, Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland and the writer, the, the writing staff and the animators and the voice actors and everybody involved in the project, you know, I'm, I'm pretty confident that they're not going to let themselves slack off, uh, which is great. Um, but season three, wow, you know, um. I'll tell you one of the, one of the other things I really really appreciate about Rick and Morty is that it's not your it's not a, the typical kind of animated show where you know like like the big like the big guys you know like Family Guy and The Simpsons where you're you're kind of trapped in a time bubble if you will you know I mean uh, Family Guy has been going since 1999 you know almost 20 years and you know. Peter and Lois and Brian and Chris and Meg and Stewie are all still the same age, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, except for, like, okay, so, okay, they're, they're, they are all a year older um, than when they started, because Chris was, wasn't in high school, and then now he is in high school after, like, season four or something like that, but, you know, The Simpsons, it's just, it's all, it's, still the same, you know, Homer and Simpson and, uh, Homer and Simpson, Homer and Marge and Bart and Maggie and, and Lisa are all still the same ages and stuff, and, um, it's kind of a, it, that, it's, it's just kind of a bummer, you know, when you experience something like Archer or Rick and Morty where there's, you know, not just arc in an episode, but, season arc, and then also series arc, and, uh, you just don't get that too much in, in animated shows, um, I've, I've found, 
and it's kind of a kind of a bit of a bummer. Um, you know, I mean, it it does allow for for great for for comment for for you know great comedy, um, but at the same time, it's like you know, all right, we get it, you know. Let's explore some new territory, uh, and so so you know that's just another thing that I love so much about Rick and Morty because it's probably the most extreme example I've seen of of series arc in an animated show, you know, and and that's just bloody awesome. Um, using a little English term there. Um, side note: It's really really weird when you hear. British or Irish or Scottish anachronisms and, you know, things that are sayings or phrases that are specific to, uh, you know, Britain, Ireland, and Scotland coming out of an American mouth. Uh, it just sounds really weird. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of that, but, you know, uh, it's just amazing. And, uh, cause you, you, you have these characters evolving over the course of seasons and the series. Whereas, you know, something like Family Guy or The Simpsons, um, especially, like, those are definitely the most two extreme examples I can come up with, uh, partly because they're the two two of the biggest animated shows and two of the longest-running American animated shows um, of all time. I think The Simpsons actually is the longest-running animated show. Um, I could I could be wrong. You know, <laughs> but you know, for 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 something like The Simpsons or Family Guy, you you get arc over an episode, character arc over an episode, but you don't really get much, if any, over a season, and you get virtually none, if any, um, over the course of the series. You know, so like you'll have episodes where, you know, for instance, in Family Guy, where uh, <clears throat> you know Peter gets called out for. Be, being a crappy dad, and you know he he'll he'll uh, commit himself to uh, trying to be a better father, and then you know the next episode or two three episodes later he's sticking you know Meg's face in his butt crack and farting in her face. Um, so it's kind of like, well, I guess nothing's changed at all really. But Rick and Morty everything, you know, each episode affects what happens later down the line, and all these adventures are, you know, part of, um, the continuing narrative, uh, which is really fantastic, uh, with, I mean, with the exception of, because there is this episode, um, where it's, instead of interdimensional cable, uh, it's, um, a clip show full of clips that we've never seen, <laughs> Which is again, that's just another way that Rick and Morty is is reinventing what an animated show does. For those of you who don't know what a clip show is, that's when you know an animated show or or any TV show really, they'll just take clips, they'll make, they'll create some sort of a context wherein they can show clips from previous episodes. And I've always found that to be incredibly lazy. Um television, you know, it, it just, it really gets, it really bugs me, because it's basically like the writers just decided, we're going to take this week off, and just fart out, you know, three or four or five minutes of, of something that puts context into why we're showing clips from previous episodes, 
You know, I just, I really don't like that. I, I really despise the clip show. Um, I just, I don't like it at all. I mean, even MASH, my favorite TV show of all time, did one. And while they did it extremely well, because what they did, the context that they created to do it in was an episode called The Interview. And what it was, it was this guy, uh, this reporter who came in, came in, and he's interviewing, you know, all the members of the MASH unit, and uh, they periodically will throw back to a clip of something, you know, like, like you know, you'll have, they'll be interviewing, uh, you know, Hawkeye or BJ or whatever, and they'll be talking about, you know, surgery and then, like, getting shelled, uh by artillery or mortars or whatever while they're trying to, you know, perform surgery and save a soldier's life and then they'll cut <coughs> to to a clip of them you know, in surgery and then, a, you know, a bomb goes off next to, you know, right by outside of the operating room next to the window and blows the window in and glass shattering all over the place and dust falling from the ceiling you know, and them covering up the patient so dust and debris and dirt and all that crap doesn't you know, get in there and infect the wound and all that good stuff, or, you know, like, them getting shelled, um, uh, and this, this, you know, other episode, the whole episode was them under siege, you know, just being shelled the entire time, you know, and seeing, you know, stuff like, and stuff like that, uh, and I mean, yeah, they did it really well, but at the same time, but, you know, I still can't reconcile that with how I don't like clip shows, because I just feel it's, you know, I mean, like, that is the least lazy form of, of a clip show I've ever seen, but still, it's like, meh, you know, one of my, you know, not favorite episodes. I mean, I, I do love the whole interview stuff about it, but, you know, the clip part, I mean, it makes sense in, you know, so, I mean, like, it is the best clip show episode I've, I've ever seen, but, you know, I'm, eh, you know, I mean, until Rick and Morty came along, that is, because this episode is, you know, it's a bunch of memories that Morty has that he's asked Rick to erase, or that Rick has decided to erase himself because they make him look, you know, stupid, or, or, you know, just in an unfavorable light, or whatever, um, but it's all stuff that we've never seen before, so, so that brings up an, an interesting question in terms of, you know, uh, especially because there's another episode where, um, they start, like, Rick pulls Morty out of school, he's like, it'll take 20 minutes tops, quick self-contained adventure, and they go through the portal, and, you know, it cuts to a title card, uh, three weeks later or whatever it is, and, you know, they've just been through this epic, crazy adventure where they almost died pretty much the entire time that they were in the adventure and they're both just so freaked out and you know they get to they get to the end of the adventure and it, the adventure's done they've been rewarded for their their actions and they're in their and they're in the space car and they're both and they just freak the fuck out you know and they're both like we need a vacation this is we can't do this anymore <laughs> um uh, and so it, it just begs the question of how many adventures have these guys gone on that we haven't seen um, which is which is cool uh, 
but also kind of it, it's kind of frustrating because it's like yeah I want to see these other adventures too um <laughs> that's just be, I mean that's just me because I'm such I just love this show so much I just want more and more and more of it and more you know I'm very very greedy when it comes to Rick and Morty um and you know certain other uh, TV shows and movies and stuff. It's like I, I just there's certain things out there where I just want more of it. I just want more, and give me, give me more. <laughs> just give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. Um, <laughs> you know that inner greedy child part. You know, or just give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. Really comes out sometimes when it, when it, you know, with like Rick and Morty or something. Um, but you know. What are you gonna do? You can only get so much. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's just such a great show, and this and season three is just really fantastic. I love how the first big guest star is Nathan Fillion uh, in the first episode of the season. Uh, just because I'm a huge Nathan Fillion fan, you know, from Firefly and Serenity to Castle, uh, I just really, I just really dig uh, what he does uh, with character. And um, and the nice thing about it too is that you know him and Dan Harmon have got a relationship because you know he's guest starred on Community. He uh, he was a guest player in the season one finale of Harmon Quest, which we're going to be talking about Harmon Quest at some point on this uh, podcast. Just got to figure out when, and I got just got to rewatch all the episodes because that show is mind-bogglingly awesome and just a really unique concept. Um, but I'm not going to get into it too much. But then, you know, you got guys like Thomas Middleditch from, you know, Silicon Valley and also guest starring in uh, Harmon Quest and Gillian Anderson, who played Britta Perry in Community and also guest starring on Harmon Quest. And uh, it's just one of those nice things because Dan Harmon, he, he, he's one of these artists that likes to, to work with people that he's worked with um, over again. And, and... That I just kind of uh, gravitate towards that because that's how I am as well. You know, I mean, me and Heath have been doing stuff together for, God, how long, what, five, six years now since we met in college um, in San Francisco, and it's just like, it's, it's just really fantastic when you are, when you want to create stuff and you find somebody that, you know, uh, you have a good working relationship with, and so you you and you you know you like a lot of the same stuff, and you're able to just work well together, and it's great when you find that, and um, it's something that uh, I really enjoy working with people I've worked with before. I mean, I want to work with new people, obviously, uh, but um, you know the uh, well not but, uh, it. But, well, yeah, but, um, but, you know, once I work with a new person, then, um, you know, if I like the experience, then I'm going to want to work with them again, because that's just how I am. Uh, you know, a lot of the, I've met a lot of great people in college, and they were just really fantastic to work with, and so it's like, if I get a call from any of those guys, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm on board, you know, a little shout out to, uh, Zuzana Volney, uh, great, uh, director, I love working with her, and I just would really... Uh, relish the opportunity to work with her again, and then my roommate Elijah Silva, he's been he's been putting in some pretty cool work, and he's got a thing coming up uh, that looks really really dope. And uh, you know, being my roommate, you know, we did all we did uh, you know a crap load of stuff together as well. 
So it's and you know it's 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 just again you just find these people that are really great to work with and that's what Dan Harmon does you know he finds these people and he works with them and he's like oh that was that was great let's let's go do this thing <laughs> so you know uh, you it really is like forming a community um, of of artists that that all you know dig working with each other and that's just fantastic because that really comes out uh, in in the projects uh, and and informs the quality of the project when you know you've got a great working relationship already and you have a shorthand with each other where you don't have to explain too much about what you're trying to go for what you're trying to get and you know it's just like bam I know exactly what to do here let's do it roll camera and you know um, and that's just you know that's just and it also makes your job easier you know you you, you don't have to stress about you know this person not really getting the story, you know, because, you know, you've done some weird stuff already. Like, Community is a great example of a show that just does all kinds of stuff that's, you know, either, it's what I, they do all these things like I call concept episodes. So, you know, you have, like, them doing, you know, stop-motion uh, puppets um, or, you know, like a, the Muppets episode where they, they, they're all, like, in Muppet... Like, they, they have hand Muppet puppets on their hand in, you know, uh, while they're sitting around their t study table, and then, you know, it'll cut in and then it'll just be the, like, a Muppet puppet thing of them in some kind of environment, you know, in the forest or whatever, as opposed to, you know, a live-action human in, in the frame, um... And it's just all these kind of crazy, you know, like they did the D&D &D episode. Um, but uh, but again, that's something I'll get into more on Harmon Quest, the D&D &D episode of Community. Because um, it's kind of a little bit of an inspiration, I think, for, for what Harmon Quest has become. But, you know, and Rick and Morty, they just do these kinds of really crazy cool, high-quality sci-fi concept. Kind of just like, whoa... It's just mind-blowing television to me, you know. It just really blows me away, and I love the arcs, you know. I love the fact that they're they're that nothing is staying the same. Like things are that things change within the show, because it just makes it so much more interesting. It makes it infinitely more interesting that way, you know. Where you have, you know, Rick, who's always he's, he kind of doesn't arc too much, but he he do, he like has. I would say it's like he's like that uh the line on the heart monitor you know it's boop beep 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 you know and so he's got this bass line and then every once in a while his heart will beat you know and he'll be like a nice guy but then all but then boop, right back to you know <laughs> being rick um you know and you got jerry who's always been this you know spineless dweeb kind of a guy and you know, you come to the end of season three, and he's grown um, a lot, and he's he's changed um, a little bit, and you know his character is just has got this different kind of thing going on, and you know Beth, very responsible, um, hardworking horse surgeon, and then you know you come to season three, and she's going through a divorce, and so she's hanging out at home all day, and you know drinking a couple bottles of wine a day or whatever, and and then, you know, she goes through her own adventure and, you know, comes to the realization that she's very much like her father 
and then then you know going even further into that you have you know what happens to her uh right at the tail end of the season where you know she she thinks that she is a clone um and and just like and then but all these crazy stuff and then summer who you know starts out as just this your typical high school teenager full of you know just like oh i want to have the cool clothes i want to be popular and have you know everybody like me and you know go on dates with boys and all that stuff and you know you come through to season three and now she's you know going on adventures with rick and morty you know she's she's killing post-apocalyptic wasteland mad max-esque scavengers like a boss <laughs> you know stuff like that and you got um and then you got morty who starts out as just mostly who you know rick especially would just consider him to be you know like um just what his purpose is which is you know his stupid brain waves cancel out rick's genius brain waves so that he can't be detected by the you know galactic federation or whatever and then you come through to season three and now he's actually a competent you know um uh adventurer and he's he's actually able to hold his own and and keep up with rick and be able to do things himself within adventures and you know he now he knows stuff which is just so cool you know when you see him meet um you know like when you see him meet the alien that jerry's dating and he speaks the language or how he's able to figure out the, this machine that uh you know morphs summer into this crazy thing and he's able to figure out all that good stuff out and so now he's more of a team member and a productive team member that contributes to an adventure as opposed to you know kind of being more of a hindrance and kind of slowing rick down um and you know not instead of just being you know the brainwave cancel outer and then kind of like a moral compass uh now he's you know he's a uh he's more of a he's got more of a say in stuff now which is really great and then him and rick going on more adventures where they're actually having fun together um and sometimes we don't get to see them <laughs> uh for instance they uh they go on an adventure to atlantis together but we don't get to see that because the citadel of, citadel of ricks is being rebuilt and you know they're holding elections for the first um you know president of the of the you know space station of ricks and there's a morty candidate and so like that episode's uh really interesting because it's a mashup of of a lot of different um kind of archetypal movies and whatnot so you got like the political drama with you know like you know possible scandals and and stuff like that and you have you know this this uh veteran morty cop who gets you know a rookie rick and so you have the you know the and they're you know um you know going through the mean streets of morty town and that's like almost uh some kind of like a kind of <clears throat> like a almost a uh um uh just kind of this uh it's almost like you know like morty's are like you know a minority um and uh you know you have morty's um saying to him you know oh you're betraying your own kind uh you know and uh, it's kind of like it, it just reminds me of this scene in the pilot episode of of the reboot of SWAT with Shamar Moore, where um, and it's in the trailer I believe uh, where a uh, the uh, 
they're coming to do security for a, uh, an event in this park that's protesting this police shooting that's just happened. And there's this gentleman who, who you know, says to Shamar Moore's character, you know, hey, you're going to have to pick a side eventually, black or blue. And uh, so there's that kind of component um, as well as just, you know, the, the classic, you know, cop drama with the veteran and the rookie. Um, there's, you know, this, uh, this uh, factory line worker who's been working for 15 years at this job and he's, you know, he feels he deserves a promotion and, you know, doesn't get it and so he goes nuts and just all this stuff and it just creates for this amazing television that's, that's, it's that if it was done by anybody else, it would probably seem completely incoherent and, and, and just be completely not, you know, just not understandable at all. Um, so it's just like these guys are talented as all hell. I'll tell you that, man. Uh, Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon. Wow, you guys, guys are killing it, killing it. Um, uh, well, yeah, that's gonna do it for us. Uh, just one more thing before I go. I just want to remind you, uh, they did, they have dropped a teaser trailer for season four, and uh, in the trailer we get a release date for 2018 for season four of Rick and Morty. So that is super duper exciting. Uh, I can't wait for season four as soon as it comes out, and I'm I'm all the way through it. Um, I might even um, go week by week and and give you um, you know concurrent uh, updates as the season is is being released episode by episode, which um, I don't typically do because you may have noticed I like movies and TV shows a lot, <laughs> but. Um, so usually, so like TV shows especially, I usually prefer to wait until the whole season's out, because uh, again, I'm kind of greedy, so you know, I like to watch many episodes in, in a sitting, and especially with something like Rick and Morty, I can get through that, you know, you can get through a season of Rick and Morty in a, in a like two and a half hours, give or take, uh, you know, three hours, you know, roughly, you know, like that's kind of like the outside um, uh, you know, depending on, like, if you're taking bathroom breaks or, uh, you know, if you're doing other stuff or whatever, but, um, you know, can't wait for season four of Brick and Morty. It's going to be great. Um, I think, uh, I'm pretty confident. <laughs> so, uh, we'll be, uh, we'll be on the lookout for that, um, later in the year and, uh, we'll see what happens. Maybe I'll do uh, episode by episode or, or do the whole, or just wait for the whole shebang to to be released and, you know, just do it all in one. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, that's going to be our show for tonight. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Please tune in to our morning show with Heath and check out our other social media content at Mangami Players on Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, and YouTube. Thank you again so much for stopping by for a nightcap. Good night.